Good morning from the KYMN Newsroom. I'm Rich Larson on FM 95.1 and AM 1080. The organizers of the petition seeking a referendum on the funding for Northfield's 2023 City Street Projects have been informed that the petition, as written, does not meet the Minnesota state law requirements for a ballot petition. The petitioners are members of the Valley Pond Townhomes Association, who have objected to the construction of both protected two-lane bikeways and off-street bikeways that are components of the project. Specifically, a 10-foot-wide off-street bike lane is scheduled to be constructed in the Heritage Drive South Lincoln Street area, which will cut across the property of many of the petitioners. The organizers have presented the project as an example of what they see as wasteful spending and frivolous projects created by the city and would like the city to instead develop, as organizer Todd Zender put it, quote, a new budget that aligns with the residents' values and wishes, unquote. After being presented with a successful petition, the city has a choice to either put the funding for the 2023 street projects to a public referendum or table the matter without the ability to issue bonds for 365 days. City Administrator Ben Martig has indicated in that case the city does not currently have the resources to to run a special election and would most likely cancel the street projects for 2023. Zender and Gary Frecking, another organizer, said their petition has collected 1,126 signatures. Their stated goal had been 600 signatures. The threshold to trigger the referendum is 5% of the total number of people who voted in the 2022 general election, which would come out to approximately 500 signatures. A letter from the city dated May 16th, one day after the petition was turned into the city clerk, addressed to Zender, Frecking, and Mr. Norm Watt said the petition is lacking a signer's oath, a title on each page, and other details that create a legal notice for the signer and the receiver of the petition. The petition also does not include the year of birth, the printed middle name, and county of residence of the signer, all of which must be provided by the signer according to state law. Frecking said the city was contacted on several occasions asking what was necessary for a successful petition. In each case, he said the organizers were told the city could not advise the group on what to do. A member of the city staff said the organizers were directed to the Secretary of State website where all of the pertinent information regarding a petition could be found. Speaking on Monday, before the petition was turned in, Zender had been very confident that it would be valid and hold up to legal scrutiny. Well, of course, the first thing they'll do is closely scrutinize is this petition and our, our paperwork and, and so, so forth and yeah. rightfully so we expect that and but given the fact that you know we're not at 505 we're at 1126 uh you know there's going to be some in there that for one reason or another they will throw out but we've kind of gone through and scrutinized and we've thrown a lot out City statute states that the petitioners have until the end of business today, May 18th, which is one month after the city council voted to authorize the funding, to turn in a valid petition. As of yesterday morning, organizers said they were not sure how they would proceed. Yesterday, after an all-night session, the Minnesota State Senate passed the same K-12 omnibus bill that had been passed by the House of Representatives a few hours earlier. With more than $2 billion in new spending and more than 40 new policy changes or additions, Northfield Superintendent of Schools Dr. Matt Hillman called it a sweeping bill, while Representative Christy Purcell called it transformational. The bill adds 4% to the basic per-pupil formula that determines how much money a school district will receive from the state in the 2023-2024 
2024 school year and an additional 2% for the 2024-2025 school year. While Hillman said the increases to the formula will help quite a bit, adding in a total of about $1.6 million to the Northfield School District's total revenue for next year. The bigger development, he said, is the decision to index the basic formula to the consumer price index, allowing the formula to rise with inflation. Hillman said there is a cap of 3% on the amount that can be added to a district's revenue each year and a floor of 2%. He said by taking this action, the legislature has made it easier to see into the future. The practical impact of that is that it will allow us to plan more than a couple of years out. And so um, as with any change, I'm sure there will be some uh, new learning that we have and and how do you use that moving ahead. Uh, But the bottom line is that we are going to be able to do some longer term planning, which is good for it's it's just it's just good business. Purcell, meanwhile, said she was thrilled to have voted for the bill because it provides for so many different facets of the state's education system. For example, she said the bill allocates money to adult basic education for the first time in many years. Purcell said it is a segment of the system that has long been underserved, and she is delighted to see money headed that way. Adult basic education is sort of the ugly stepchild or whatever that expression is of the K through 12 funding because we don't really think of them as being in the K through 12 system but when people have had events in their lives addiction or you know family emergency or um, incarceration that's disrupted their lives um, people still need to be able to get their high school diploma and and or learn English or uh, Another of Hillman's longtime complaints about state funding has been the special education cross-subsidy. The state of Minnesota has mandated, and rightfully so, says Hillman, that each school district set up its own special education plans. But the state has never funded that mandate. While the new legislation does not fully fund the cross-subsidy, it does call for the state to pay 44% for all special education costs in the 2023-2024 school year and will eventually work its way up to 50%. Hillman said the funding will be staggered. Some of it will be received right away during the next school year, while other facets will be worked in more gradually. All of this, of course, depends on the signature of Governor Tim Walls, who, being a former teacher in the Mankato area, has been a staunch supporter of education. He is expected to sign the bill in the coming days. For KYMN News, I'm Rich Larson on AM 1080 and FM 95.1. The One.